Hello, hello, and welcome back to Santana's Nerve Flow Podcast. I'm your host and the captain of the ship, Santana. I hope that intro song got you hyped because we're talking about Space Jam. So let's get into it. So Space Jam came out in 1996, and it had a budget of looking like $80 million, and it made, let's see, was it $250.2 million at the box office? Not too shabby. I mean, compared to some of the mega blockbusters right now um it's not in the billion dollar neighborhood but back in 1996 in the summer of 1996 i should say this was everyone's jam this movie was crazy i mean we were talking about two of the biggest ips international properties in the world we're talking about looney tunes we're talking about the main man michael jordan the goat and this was another one of those live action movies mixed with animated characters a lot like who framed roger rabbit I mean, that movie probably opened the door for this movie, but this movie kicked it all the way open. I mean, this movie, like I said, in 1996, especially that summer, especially they had the, um, what is it, the deal with McDonald's? Oh, man, those Happy Meals from the Space Jam movie, or they're like the little, um, like the stuffed characters. I remember I had the Bugs Bunny, I think I had the Taz, and I probably had Daffy Duck, but, uh, those, those things were hot commodity. I gotta say, those probably, like, probably one of the biggest uh, Happy Meal toys that were out there. Um, maybe probably like uh, Beanie Babies might have been a little bit more popular, but everyone was trying to get these. And not to mention just the overall commercialism of this movie. I mean, there was like Toon Squad jerseys, uh, Monstars jerseys. A lot of people have the Michael Jordan 23 Toon Squad journey, jer- jersey, I should say. I mean, it was all good stuff. It was super popular. So let's get into the cast. And this is a pretty big cast, but it had a lot of people playing themselves like their real life characters in the movie i mean obviously the star of the show we got michael jordan playing himself we had bill murray playing himself we got larry bird playing himself uh we got patrick ewing playing himself now we got danny devito voicing the um the monsters boss uh what's his name uh Swackhammer. we also had larry johnson playing himself danny ainge playing himself and then there was a bunch of basketball players with like quick cameos playing themselves like vladi diva uh, we also had Ahmad Rashad on there playing himself. We had Charles Barkley playing himself. Wayne Knight, he was playing uh, Michael's, like, um, like what was he, assistant? Uh, Stan Podolak. We had Jim Rome playing himself, a young Jim Rome. We had Steve Kerr playing himself. We had Scottie Pippen playing himself. There's so many basketball players in this movie. It was crazy. AC Green, Muggsy Bogues playing himself. Derek Harper was playing himself. We had Anthony Miller in there playing himself. We also had... Let's see, we had Teresa Randall playing Michael Jordan's wife, Juanita, Sean Bradley playing himself, um, playing Michael's uh, son, Brandon Hammond, um, playing, who else, who else was in the movie? And obviously you have all your Looney Tune character actors, or voice actors, I should say, Dee Bradley playing uh, Daffy Duck, Billy West playing Bugs, um, I mean, a lot of, I, all the, all the classics, all the, all the Taz, Bugs, Daffy, they, they're all in this, it's, it's, it's crazy, it was, it, was, it was like wild. I mean, they really went all out, especially on all the basketball player ca- uh, basketball player cameos. They really they really went all out, I gotta say. And then also to mention about the movie, the soundtrack. Ooh, this is a killer soundtrack. There's a bunch of hot tracks. Uh, you have, obviously, you had the Space Jam song. Uh, what else you have? And that was, that was by Quad City DJs. You also had uh, Fly Like an Eagle by Seal. And then you had... Um, 
um what was it uh obviously i believe i can fly by r kelly that i mean he's had some trouble since but that that song was a hit boy but let's get into the movie the movie overall was i mean it's simple simple story simple plot but it was good it was is the movie's not too long i think it's like an hour and like 27 minutes like with uh with all the um credits but uh it's, it's good it goes real fast you don't feel you don't ever really feel bored even when you're not in the looney tune world when you're hanging out with michael jordan trying to play baseball trying in the minor leagues professional baseball or when he's golfing with larry bird and bill murray it's all it's all fun stuff there's jokes all around and the main plot is simple the looney tunes characters they're they're they've been captured they're gonna be taken to what was it the moon to play for um not play but do like shows like kind of like a circus act up in an amusement park um and they're getting uh, taken by the by the at first they're the little tiny monster aliens and then they turn into the monsters when they steal the basketball abilities of uh who was it? it was charles barkley patrick ewing muggsy bogues sean bradley and larry johnson so i mean even the scenes after they lose their um, basketball ability abilities and they're trying to play a ball it, it, i mean it's pretty funny i'm not gonna lie the scene with larry johnson he he's like i'm ready to go in and he wants to squeeze some water from the old gatorade bottles that you squeeze you squeeze it's like completely to the right of him <laughs> Uh, it, it was just funny stuff. I mean, they they acted as good as they can do, but it was funny. I gotta say, it was funny. Uh, like when Charles Barkley goes to play ball with the with the girl teams outside, like just in some local park, and, and they start clowning on him. And they're like, "Get out of here! Be gone! Be gone! You you you're just a lookalike, a wannabe." <laughs> kind of felt bad for Barkley there. <laughs> And like the scenes when they're seeing like doctors and uh, psychiatrists trying to trying to figure out what's wrong with them. It's, a, it's all funny stuff, especially when you see the psychiatrist couch where you got Sean, Sean Bradley's giant like I don't, 10 foot body. Uh, he's not really that tall. He's what, like seven, five or something. But his legs are all off, all off the couch. And then Muggsy Bugs on there looks like a little kid on the on the couch. It's funny stuff. But like I said, the monsters, they steal the talent from the professional professionals except for jordan because he was retired playing baseball so the looney tunes did what what they had to do they went and got mike because everyone got everyone want to be like mike and everyone want to play like mike because michael jordan is the best baby he's the goat i mean <laughs> i mean lebron's getting up there he's probably right under him honestly if, if if you're looking at stats but there's no one like mj boy so the looney tunes get michael jordan they bring him to the looney tune world and they tell him look we, we need your help we gotta play a basketball game against them um they're they're much bigger now they stole the talent from the nba players and we need your help mike and jordan at first is like i i play baseball i play baseball now i don't play basketball no more i retired until he sees the monster show up start clowning him and man that michael jordan got all serious boy as one thing when competition's on the line jordan whether he's acting or in a or playing a real game or playing a game of cards or poker that the competition side of him just comes out and he's like nah all right let's do it it's, it's on let's play so they have to uh so jordan tells them to go get his gear his uh lucky basketball shorts and his shoes the some classic some classic jordans uh so they go to his house and i mean that's the one thing that that i would say is is far-fetched in the movie is jordan's house he, 
Michael Jordan is definitely not living in little suburbia. And I mean, the house wasn't bad. It was, it was nice. It was, I'd say like four bedroom, maybe three bathroom. Nice, nice white picket fence. But Jordan definitely was not living in that. He was living in multi-million mansion, huge house. Come on. <laughs> no, no one can walk right up to Michael Jordan's door. Come on, man. Get out of here with that. that. That's the only part of the movie that I was like, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Bugs Bunny playing basketball with Michael Jordan and and aliens coming in and Michael Jordan getting sucked through a golf hole a golf hole and I'm I, I can ride off all that but when, <laughs> when I see the this like regular house for Michael Jordan that's when I'm like come on that's, there goes my suspension of disbelief there <laughs> I, <laughs> so like I said they go and get his gear then they have a like a couple little training sessions and then we're pretty much right into the game the Toon Squad versus the Monstars and at first the, the Monstars are just crushing the Toon Squad like just, just i mean playing illegal they're playing like um like the 90s D detroit pistons man <laughs> just, just fouling and hitting and fighting and knocking them out so the score is like getting getting blown away there but then they have uh i mean they started to make a slight comeback and then it went into the halftime everyone's all injured and all dying they want to give up and <laughs> and jordan's trying to give a speech trying to rally his troops and they're like oh there's no no chance and then bugs when he gets it's a water bottle and just writes a, a what was it uh michael's spe special sauce or special juice whatever it was and, it, <laughs> and he get, he passes it around to everyone they all drink it up and they're all like oh yeah let's do it they all get hyped they come back they they play like uh, they play more loony I, I i should say they get into their looney tune modes and really start to come back they they start coming back the score is just going back and forth until uh i mean it, it's pretty close to the end and then but they're running out of players because the Looney Tunes keep getting keep dropping off because the Monstars keep keep injuring them. So they get uh who was it? uh Michael Jordan's assistant. He plays for a little bit and well actually he just gets crushed and then but he he's able to somehow shoot a ball and it lands. And I believe it was a three pointer, but he's out of the game. Um and then they're they're still short staffed. That they they they're like oh you're gonna you're gonna have to forfeit if you can't get a fifth player. Then Bill Murray shows up, and the Jordan's like, "That's that's that's our guy. That's my fifth guy right there." And then Mike asks him, "Like, how how how'd you find us? How'd you get here?" And Bill Murray just goes, "Oh, the the producer's a friend of mine. I, I just had him drop me off at that to the location." This <laughs> is going going uh real real meta there, breaking breaking the fourth fourth wall there. Not for nothing, Bill Bill Murray got some skills on the court, boy. He he's not Adam Sandler but he got some skills and he got some good trash talk uh this is probably one of my favorite bill murray cameos I've ever seen in a movie that because he came he, he actually cameos quite a lot surprisingly um but this is probably my favorite favorite uh, i mean i guess it's more a uh not a main character but he he's definitely more than more than a cameo he was in the movie quite a bit especially at the end there he he was balling up man <laughs> And then he's funny too, cause um I, we're going past the game. I mean, obviously the Toon Squad wins, and we have Jordan. He's he jumps off from like half court <laughs> and gets tackled in midair by like three of the monsters, and stretches out his arm like twenty feet to drop the ball in for the game winning point, and it's all good. But getting past that, <laughs> we we see Michael Jordan. He at first he returns to um to his baseball game in the spaceship, and then he goes to um give uh the 
talent back to to the other players, to Charles and to Patrick and Bu- and Muggsy and um, Sean Bradley and uh, who was uh, Grandmama um, Larry Johnson. So he gives them back their talent, and they. I mean, it's pretty cool. They they start dunking, and oh, Mug- Muggsy he starts dribbling, and then the rest of them start du- dunking, and they're like, "Oh, why do you play three on three with us?" And <laughs> Mike's like, "Nope." <laughs> He's like, "Nah, man." And then they're like, "Oh, don't." Don't don't bother Mike. He's a baseball player now. He doesn't play, he don't know. He probably don't even know how to play basketball no more. <laughs> and he's like, all right. So that so obviously that's why Michael Jordan came back to basketball. Not not because he he was pretty terrible in baseball. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, honestly, he he wasn't really that bad. Um, for for the his age getting into baseball, and he was actually starting to get pretty good towards the end of that season. But but he just he just had to go back to basketball. Basketball, <laughs> like it, it's Michael jo- Michael Jordan and basketball. They it's a perfect match. So he goes back. He comes back to Chicago to play. He's wearing the forty five, and that's how the movie ends. But right before you see Larry Bird and Bill Murray in and the stadium in the seats watching the game, and Bill Murray's like, "Oh man, it it it, it could have been me out there." And, and Larry Larry Bird's like, "Come on, give it a rest, man." And then Bill Murray, he he just. He, he like he squeals. He's like, "Go Bulls!" That, that that part cracked me up so much. I don't know why. Just the way he said it, "Go Bulls!" <laughs> I mean, but overall, it's it a really fun movie. Uh, like rating wise, I mean, it's not gonna be a ten out of ten. It it's a fun time. It's definitely like a six point five seven. It's fun. I mean, for me, anything above a five is is a fun time. So it it was definitely definitely really especially in 1996 and then 97 i remember in the school year any um pep rallies they will play the space jam song um like i said it was, it was good stuff i mean michael jordan he's not the greatest actor ever but uh he, he he just has so much charisma and screen presence just like he is on the basketball court so much presence on the court like you, you're drawn to him you gotta you gotta watch him i mean and that it was it was a simple movie that uh he he really he was really able to shine i mean if you compare it to the new Space Jam was it Space Jam New Legacy with LeBron not not to hate on LeBron like cause honestly I'm a huge LeBron fan for being when he played for especially when he played for the Heat I'm a, I'm a huge huge LeBron fan but I mean just, if you go to br- uh, brass tacks uh, Jordan, Jordan's just the better overall on the basketball court and and on the on the movie on the movie scene I mean I guess it's debatable but, but if you compare that the two movies the second one with LeBron just just felt a little less a little more lifeless you know like the original with jordan it just felt more alive the one with uh lebron had a lot of like weird cameos like it had a lot of not like the actors who played characters but like characters being played by like different actors like like lookalikes and stuff it, it's very strange <laughs> It was very, very strange as in compared to the original Space Jam where you have all, especially like all the basketball players playing themselves, um, a bunch of actors and stuff playing themselves, a bunch of sports personality people playing themselves. I mean, I, honestly, it doesn't compare. The original Space Jam just blow, blows them out of the water, just flies away. <laughs> um, I mean, like I said, overall, if I were to give it a rating, it'd definitely be uh, like a
like a solid uh, 6.5 or a 7. I mean, I don't want to hate too much on the new one on the Space Jam New Legacy. Um, definitely, I would say even give that a shot just so you can at least compare it. And then when you have the two movies in front of you, you can at least compare it and, and talk about it amongst amongst your, your friends and pals. Or you can even talk about it on your own podcast. Speaking of which, today is a great day to start your own podcast, whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard, and when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout, which is passionate about helping you succeed, join over a hundred thousand podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their messages across the world. And like I said, if you if you sign up from the link in my description here, you'll get a twenty dollar Buzzsprout credit for a paid sign up. Once again, that's Buzzsprout. B U Z Z S P R O U T. Buzzsprout. Like I said, sign up from the link in my description so you get a $20 Buzzsprout credit for a signed uh, subscription. And with that, it looks like this ship has returned to the dock. So as always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. Have a good one. Blah, blah, blah.